Hello and welcome to another episode of Drivel. The automotive podcast brought to you by a couple of regular petrol heads. We're your hosts. I'm Mo. And I'm O, the pro. <laughs> oh, that rhymes as well. Yeah. So we've got Mo, O and the pro. No, O, the pro and we have Mo. Oh man, I was trying to get you there. Point no. out that you're not a pro. No, I am. So you still you're... think you are? You're still going no, no, with no, this... no, I know I am. You're still going with this whole, I'm a professional mechanic because I might as well be a professional mechanic. I am a professional thing. mechanic though. You're I not can, though. I not... Disprove, disprove my point that I'm a professional mechanic. Do you get paid to fix people's cars? That doesn't make you a professional. That's... Yes, it No, does. it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> a professional just means you know your shit. I know my shit. Did you say you know you are shit or you no, know I your shit? I know my shit. Because <laughs> I know you are shit as well. <laughs> <laughs> Not as bad as you are at this recording stuff, mate. Why? What did I do? What What you always do is just fucking useless. How? how? You've what? messed up the last two recordings. Right, people have actually, listeners have even commented to me as well. They're like, I can see what you have to put up with. They heard no, they you. Haven't. Stop making shit up. Mate, they, no, they heard haven't. you in the last episode where you couldn't figure out whether the mic was meant to be inside your mouth or on the other side of the room. <laughs> Yeah, but we're not all robots. You can't just sit there, arms folded, and like stay in one position okay, and be like you're in a fucking straitjacket. You don't have to be like in a straitjacket. Yeah. I look, I, yeah, I'm I mean, moving. I take this shit seriously, so get a bit emotive and have to move around. You're just I've, like I've given him, I've given him strict instructions today to try not and try not swallow the microphone so he doesn't sound like it's resonating from within his insides. Actually, a couple of people did say sometimes I move back and forth, but I don't, I don't think that. It's just my volume sometimes. Like for example, when you bore me, the volume I'm talking just goes down because I'm not really listening to you. Just like then, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't talking then, so you bored yourself. Yeah, no, but you bored me with this whole escapade. What escapade? About people saying that they didn't listen. It wasn't an escapade. It was feedback. It's genuine consumer feedback. Unless I get it, I don't believe you. Unless you get okay, fine. I'll forward you the feedback next time. I'll forward me the feedback. But you just said that people had mentioned to you as well. No, I didn't. (laughs) Not on, not on air, I did it. Not on the podcast, did, I did it. You, you, you may I have, didn't say shit. You may have muttered it, but you did. Well, I didn't say nothing. All right. Okay, fine. But today's show, I know it's been a little while since you guys have had an episode, but um, I mean, look, life happens. Life uh, gets... Yeah, believe, <laughs> believe it does. Yeah, we'll leave it at that, mate. Quite no, but life gets in the way. Though. We, we, this isn't what we do for a career. And actually, I'd argue that you most... You couldn't people, do this for a fucking career. That's what I was about to say. Most people who have a podcast, sorry, guys, if you think that your podcast is your job, you need to get up out of your parents' basement and get an actual job. So we have actual jobs and like lives that get in the way of this. So we do this because we enjoy it and we hope you enjoy it as well. And we try and bring you regular episodes, but it's not guaranteed. No. So... Uh, as far as we're concerned, it has been two weeks since you heard the last episode. And if your calendar seems to have gone quicker than that, then I don't know what to tell you. That sounds like a you problem rather than a we problem. I actually found out we had a new listener. Well, not new listeners. Just one new no. listener. Well, Woo! this person's been listening for a while, but he'd never mentioned before they'd been listening. And oh, he's heard somebody all the you know. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So I thought that was quite good. Creepy stalker listener. Well, yeah, hello, no, creepy no, stalker, stalker listener. But, huh? creepy, I was going to say, well, hello, creepy stalker listener. Yeah. listener. No, no, he's not, a, he's not a stalker. He's not creepy. I just, I just didn't, I just didn't, I just didn't think he, he well, I didn't know he, would, he was listening to him. I didn't think he would. Well, we he could does, dedicate so, the episode yeah. to him, but I don't feel like singling out that sing individual listener. So we're going to dedicate no. this episode to, to everybody, to all the listeners. Yes. Um, but it's not a normal episode. This is... Damn, these cat prices are going crazy, aren't they? Cat prices? What are you buying a cat? Cap. Cap. You're buying a Cap. Cap clean pricing. Cap, cap clean. pricing on cars. Cap clean pricing on cars. Do you yeah. want to explain that? Astro, got another Astro Man, by the way. 1.7 TDI, the 125 brake version. Full XP body kit on it. XP wheels. Only 100,000 on the clock. 2011. 
It's up for four seven. Obviously, sorted out by me in terms of checking it over mechanically and stuff like so that. So you may want to get an so RAC inspection, fine. is what you're saying. So it's absolutely fine. So uh, buy a van. So buy a van. So how, how is your uh, side gig uh, van hustle going? Mate, the side gig van hustle is all right. Picked up the L two hundred the other day to fifty five. Couple of weeks. Couple of weeks ago. Um, Put it up on Auto Trader at like three o'clock in the morning. Is this a Mitsubishi L two hundred pickup? A Mitsubishi L two hundred pickup, yeah. Put it on Auto Trader at like half three in the morning after SEBI. First thing in the morning, someone called, came and took it by about two o'clock. Wow! So less than twenty. That's, that's the quickest sale I've had yet. So less than twelve hours. Less than twelve hours, yeah. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, and then I left the ad up for a while to see how many calls and stuff I've got. Got quite a few calls on it, you know. All right, maybe then uh, you so, should. Uh, need to get a few more of those. Well, I was going to say may, may, maybe less of the Astro vans, more of the uh, pickup trucks. Yeah, you need to branch out into bigger stuff now. Although you know, pickup trucks are interesting, right? Obviously, they're really like popular in America, and I get that because. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't get it. I don't know why. Why do Americans uh, you know need to America carry just stuff they around? Got so much space. I don't, it's not even carrying stuff around. It's just because the roads are so big there. Why would you have something small? You know, a pickup truck over there. Is, um, yeah, but the popularity for them over here seems to be increasing them. as well. And generally, they're quite large. You know, you know probably why? Because company vans, you get a better tax rate or something on them as a company car. Yeah, no, I get that. So I, 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 understand, I understand the sale of new ones. I don't mean, I guess it's because it's a, a, a van rather than a car. And therefore oh, it's, maybe because it's a commercial. Yeah, commercial vehicle. And, so, and therefore, I can understand why new ones are, are more popular and, and, and more of them are registered. But like... Used ones, there's a decent market for used ones as well. Oh, this guy was actually a uni student and he was going to use it to go back and forth for uni at. And I was like, what, what, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I just like them. Okay, I was so like, so are you going to use it as a pickup or whatever? And he was like, no, I'm going to put a lifter kit on it. So I'll lift it a bit. But Okay, well, that, that's, a, uh, that's definitely a more original and interesting approach than... Uh, taking a Vauxhall Corsa, putting a massive exhaust on it, and then chopping the springs. Yeah, yeah. Although I tell you what, he, when he got in it, he drove it. He goes, oh, "This is the best one I've driven. It drives lovely." They drive like shit. Well, yeah, I, got I, mean, I was I was booting it down on the way back from Birmingham, and it was not, did not feel comfortable at any point. Did I feel comfortable? Like as in like yeah. going around corners and stuff. No, like that. no, they're they're not. I mean, they're inherently high center of gravity. It's not yeah, going to yeah. feel stable or comfortable, and they're quite noisy as well, aren't they? Yeah, it was quite. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. I mean, big old tires. Obviously, they're all. And it's only a two point five TD, and that's a big old frame for that engine. You know what? They could have done with it. I think it should have been at least a three liter or a bigger turbo. On there. Well, I imagine it's whatever engine <laughs> they've got knocking about at that point in time, and also you know the engine that's proven to be as it proven to be one that's capable of high miles. So for Mitsubishi, I guess that two point five liter engine's probably been an engine that they had back in their dusty warehouse for years and years and it's proven itself so why yeah, not yeah but then I suppose if you get most engines if looked after oh and yeah by, and by I agree after, most modern engines to yeah. be fair the only thing you can do with looking at this is the thing you know when you sometimes you go and get a service and then you've got inspection one inspection two this service full service half service the only thing you can really do with an engine is change the oil uh, that's it no there are other filters fuel filters no, no, no. or air that, filters a, oh yeah sorry a fuel filter and the oil the air filter yeah do you know what the, the air filter is unless you've got like a plank of wood that you've sucked up in there that's blocking the air filter oh yeah air filters will run for years well yeah I think years. I think even manufacturers recommend you don't change them more than every 40 or 50,000 miles and a lot of the aftermarket ones are washable anyway now yeah but they're shite so I wouldn't can, recommend an aftermarket no I think the K&M ones alright they're washable fil- panel filters uh, yeah there's debate around yeah. whether but it even depends if on how heavily oiled they are 
Yeah, the oil yeah can true. But then you can just you can air you can air clean them as well, those easy to be fair so that's fine as well but other than that if you think about spark plugs spark plugs aren't really going to damage your engine no I mean guess yeah. once once a spark plug stops being effective you'll have timing issues ignition issues like a bit of misfiring yeah other than that all you have to do really is put just change the oil regularly yeah and I guess anything else that kind of wears out or, or degrades you'll know about it if it's a suspension component you'll hear it or feel it and if yeah. it's a brakes you'll know about it and, and the person in front of you will know about you'll it know as well about it. yeah 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 <laughs> So um, it's, it's not really that hard to maintain maintain an engine and keep it going for a while, which is surprising. Why? When and, and actually, a lot of times when engines fail, it's because of external components attached to it that stop it getting something. You mean like BMW cooling systems? BMW cooling systems, oil systems, the oil pickup pipes. Yeah, crappy gaskets. Yeah, crappy gaskets. Using plastic components where they could have used metal components for for cost saving. Horrible. Like the brittle ones that once you've done ten thousand miles, those plastic components you can't get them off. Well, yeah, and um, where you have plastic components as timing chain guides that are at the back back of your engine, Audi. Yeah, 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 yeah. And a timing chain at the back of the engine. Yeah, I was specifically pointing a finger at you, Audi. Yeah, well, BMW did that as well for a while. I don't know if they still do, but BMW on the fives, I can't remember if it was the, what platform it was, but it was after the E60, 65, whatever. And on the one series, I think, the timing chains at the back of the engine. Okay. Anyway, I think we're boring them now. They've probably switched off. We've been talking that's about timing on. chains. That's and if they switched on. If that's less if they switched on, yeah. So, um, yeah, if you haven't switched off, actually, what we were about to say was this episode is very different to what we've done, even though right now it probably sounds exactly the same, just some generic bullshit and waffle for like 10 minutes. Yeah, well, hurry up, because football's on at 8 o'clock. Okay, um, so yeah, so under strict instructions, we'll see how, because this is an enjoyable one for me. I'm looking forward to it, have been for a while. So, this episode, we have a disclaimer, but it's going to be a slightly different disclaimer. Maybe I should do the disclaimer first before I actually say what the episode is about. Well, you normally do that anyway, don't you? Yeah, go on. I'll do the disclaimer. So, in addition to not being professional motoring journalists, racing drivers, mechanics, podcast hosts, on the track, all right. That and does not make you would, professional. And you know, I would kill you on the road. You probably would by driving into me because you're a very <laughs> unsafe driver. <coughs> but none of that makes us professional or anything. You know what the other thing is that we're not professionals at? Stop saying we, we, we. we are, are you a professional? Yes, I am. <laughs> I am. Are you a professional movie critic? Because Yeah, I've watched enough of them. In today's episode, we are going to take on the role of being film reviewers. Although it's probably not hard for the movie that we're going to review. No. Now, before you all get excited and think <coughs> about what cutting-edge film we're going to be reviewing, it's not. It's a film that we've all seen you know what you say that you say that i don't know if cutting edge is the right phrase but at the time when it came out there wasn't anything that had been around like that no it was the first of its kind there Uh, unfortunately it didn't end there (laughs) because because they're now well there have been eight of its kind since and there's a ninth one on the way so well this they're pending for 10 10 are contracted aren't they They are 10 are contracted well actually 11 if you include the spin-off yeah, well, so if you're wondering what the hell we're talking about still, you haven't picked up on it, to celebrate the up-and-coming release of the yeah. ninth, ninth <clears throat> Fast and Furious film, we have decided to review the very first Fast and Furious film from the perspective of a couple of petrol heads who maybe know a little a bit about cars. One of them knows a little bit about cars, the other one, one knows a lot about cars. Yeah, one of them knows a little bit about cars and the other one claims to be a professional mechanic. Yep. <laughs> Doesn't claim he is. 
So, uh, yes, we're reviewing the first Fast and Furious film. That was, was that 20 years ago? So the first Fast and Furious film, I need to refer to my notes now because I did make some notes in preparation for this. Obviously, you didn't. 2001. I'm a pro. 20 years ago was when that film 20 years. Hell. I tell you what, right? I'm going to be honest, right? When you first watched it 20 years ago, did you not watch it and think, yeah, that was sick? Of course, because yes. I was a child. yeah. yeah, yeah. When we all watched it 20 years ago, apart with the exception of some of our much older listeners, yeah. we were children. Everything was sick. The week before, I watched the Power Rangers movie, and that was sick. No, that's not sick. It Power was. Power Rangers is... N- no. They're like, you can't tell me sick. that the White Ranger, Green Ranger saga wasn't one of the most I nail-biting you, events of your childhood. I can tell you I don't have a freaking clue what you're talking about, because I never watched that shit. <sighs> All right, these guys are like lived. they walk around like robots. It's filmed so bad, directed even. Oh mate, it's just I don't know how people can get into. It's just what you, you watch Power Rangers. Of course, I watch Power Rangers. A lot about you. Know? <laughs> you no, kids' programs and cartoons now are not what they used to be. I'm sorry, they're just absolute rubbish now. What the hell is Square, SpongeBob SquarePants? Why? Why is that so popular? And Peppa fucking Pig, I'm gonna shoot her. <laughs> She is an annoying bitch, I will give you that. She's a proper spoiled little bitch. Do you know what? Peppa Pig doesn't really teach kids anything decent None at all. What does you think about kids, it? She's a whiny little shitbag. Yeah. Her little brother has some kind of speech impediment because all he can dinosaur. say is raw dinosaur. Yeah, dinosaur. Right. Her dad's right? a fat bastard. He's a lazy fucker who just yeah. laughs about everything. Yeah. The mum is the only one who sets some kind of a decent example because she tries to raise her kids. She's well-spoken. And as far as I can tell, she's the only one who gets up off her ass and does something and Doesn't has a job yeah, and is yeah. the breadwinner of the house. But how, how, what I don't get is how come kids watch stuff like SpongeBob's, whatever the idiot's name is. SquarePants. And, um, <laughs> I love how much Pepper hatred Pig. you have for a cartoon character. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, how, <laughs> why, why, I don't understand why it's popular. Like, it's just, it's be, uh, you know what I mean? Just because you don't like it. Yeah, Dungeons and Dragons, Transformers, Thundercats, Visionaries. Visionaries? Visionaries, yeah. I, I don't know what that is. I think you're just showing your age. Mate, trust me, that stuff is wicked. That's what I play for my little now. Okay. Well, I'm sure she will uh, be grateful. She loves it. Eternally grateful. So, uh, yes, Fast and Furious. So, yes, 20 yes. years ago. Yeah. And you're right. It was, it was kind of cutting edge when it came out. Because that was the first, I guess, well, it's the first film about, or major film about street racing. Yeah. That was never done before. But I tell you what, it was ridiculous. And I get that they had to dramatise a lot of stuff to make it appealing. But come yeah, on, there yeah. was some stuff in there that's ridiculous. Like, really, it really was, bad. There was loads in it. Ridiculous. But you know what? At the time, the audience probably wouldn't have known any better. Right. Well, the one thing the audience would have known better about, let's go with the opening scene, right? So the opening scene are those three Honda Civics with neon underglow that are hijacking oh, yeah, yeah, a truck, a right? Truck. On the yeah, highway. Yeah. Now... The premise of that is fine. First of all, trucks, I mean, in the UK at least anyway, they're limited to 56 miles an hour. So you do not need souped up, tuned oh, to the hill. Do you know what? They probably were hatchbacks. But they weren't, listen, they weren't even performing, they were tuned. They were just your standard, what were they, civics with an exhaust on the back, like you used to get the idiots that did back in the day. Right, okay. But but anyway, my point is they claimed to be like high performance cars because they were driven angrily. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And they had like gearboxes with 10,000 gears in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if, if you're trying to hijack trucks in the middle of the night, one of the things that's going to appeal to you is the element of surprise. 
Why the fuck would you <laughs> let them know a mile before? So first of all, yeah, if they don't see you coming because you've got green lights all over your fucking car, yeah. they're going to hear you coming because next to mopeds, the next loudest vehicle ever made by anybody on earth are Honda VTEC engines. Honda they VTEC. just go... But those didn't have VTEC. They did have VTEC. No, not in that shape. No. They did have VTEC. No, no. 1.6i VTEC no, engines. No, they did. No. They did. They didn't. They did, man. They were not VTEC. They were VTECs. VTECs have only ever come in their Type R's. No, they haven't. VTEC, that, that's their variable valve timing technology, right? You're telling me they had VTECs in there? Of course those? they did. Bloody hell. Dom had VTEC in his car. Believe me. How else do you think he was able to catch up with those trucks? <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's the first thing. You don't have to be a petrol head to realise... This is probably the uh, the less if the least effective way that you are going to hijack some trucks. Mm-hmm. This just doesn't make any sense. You do not. First of all, you don't need three of the fucking things. Mm-hmm. That's just a waste of fuel. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what they were doing with three. You, you only need two cars, maybe even one. All right, you could you definitely don't need three. No. You don't need them to be the loudest things in the fucking no, universe, no. and you don't need them to be visible from space. Yeah. So immediately when the film starts, whether you're a petrolhead or not, you've got to agree. It's a bit fucking stupid. And oh, I think that sets properly, the scene for the rest of properly, it. Properly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <clears throat> and let's not forget the part about going underneath the... I'm sorry, but... Unnecessary. There's no... Well, I don't know why you had to move... You could have just sped up and gone round it. He knows you're there. One, he knows you're there. Two, there is literally, other than your mates, zero other cars on the road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Well, the thing is, physically, it can't happen. They actually had to... Li- they actually had to raise the truck... Oh, did for that they? to happen, yeah, 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 yeah. They actually had to. You know what? It's quite interesting though. If you if you if you listen to the guy, so they had a guy who was a um, advisor, a technical advisor <laughs> okay. on this, and he did a video. Was he, he ignored throughout the entire film? Basically, so he did a YouTube video a little while, a, a couple of years after. I think actually, I think recently about all the stuff that they went in there, and he showed like what they did and what he'd advised, and then how they just ignored him. <laughs> <laughs> so he got paid for doing nothing really well fair enough yeah at the end he was probably like advising them any kind of bullshit he's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. cars do come with 12 speed gearboxes and they're gone that's the most sensible thing you've said and then it's it's not like it becomes more sensible it get the ridiculousness gets even worse so then you move to uh, Brian Brian O'Connor fake undercover Brian cop Spilner one. Brian Spilner as he, as he as he calls his typical white boy name uh, <laughs> how racist was that film by Arizona way? yeah so um you see him driving his uh, Mitsubishi FTO. Eclipse. Eclipse. No, Eclipse. Uh, is it? Well, yeah. I, I think, is, is, is the FTO and the Eclipse the same model? No, no, no. FTO and GTO have often confused me. Oh, no, I know what you're thinking of. No, 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 no. The, G- the GTO was the rear-wheel drive the, V6 the slow, turbocharged slow, yeah, one. one. Yeah, yeah. And the, the FTO, FTO was the... Fr- like the, 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 the doors that sort of come up and that. But no, this was an Eclipse. Did it? I th- okay, yeah. But yeah. yes, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. In yeah. the American market, definitely, it was an eclipse. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But a front wheel drive, front wheel, which warm, apparently warm, warm coupe. I wouldn't call it hot. I wouldn't call it fast. Definitely. No, it was just a t- warm. wasn't it a T top. No, that was in the second film. They then had the eclipse that oh, Tyrese yeah, drove in the yeah, second yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. So this was a eclipse that had, I think, I think the top speed the eclipse could ever do was like one ten, one twenty. And, and maybe he, with a fair wind 130 yeah and he was trying to get to like 150 or something or it was topping out at 140 wasn't it but yes because yeah. he didn't have NOS yeah and don't forget this is an eclipse that even though the manufacturer made it with only 5 speed gearbox 
he managed to fit a six-speed gearbox in there somehow. Well, yeah. And, and the other thing about that scene, which is ridiculous, he loses control in a front-wheel drive car. In a straight line. In a straight line. Yeah, it spins out. So, how? Okay. Because do you know what his daily driver is? His daily driver, the F-150, Ford F-150 truck, which is notorious for being a handful because it's rear-wheel drive, really powerful, and unless you're carrying a whole bunch of parts around for Harry, (laughs) you've got no weight over the back axle. That makes no sense because the only way that would work is if it was a rear-wheel drive and maybe if the wheel spun when he was changing gears or when he hit the NOS. Well, he didn't have NOS at that time. now, didn't he have it and he went to get extra? No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. He, he, he went in back into, into Harry's and said, I need NOS. Oh, yeah. To, actually, and you know, you know the term NOS? Yeah. It didn't exist before the movie. Because it's actually nitrous oxide, as in NOX is the actual yeah. Yeah. Uh, chemical they, they created. Uh, they actually symbol. created the term NOS, which now everyone refers to as NOS. NOS. Well, yeah. I mean, there was a first for a lot of things, yeah. really. <laughs> quite a few things yeah 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 so he spins out in his front wheel drive car and that's the yeah. first insight we, we get to the hero slash the, 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 the film. funny thing is what he spins fuck? out and what does he think he needs more power yeah so not, I need NOS not not, not better tyres or suspension yeah. mods or maybe or more seat control. time yeah or something like that but no no I need more NOS yeah so uh, ridiculous uh, I don't I don't understand but yeah, he doesn't ever spin out his, his shop truck. He drives it into a curb. Yeah, oh yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 he tries yeah, to park yeah, in his car. Yeah, but he doesn't spin out in it. Yet somehow he, he loses control of his uh, ridiculously powerful uh, Mitsubishi Eclipse. So then we move to the cafe thing where he goes to buy a tuna sandwich from the bird that he's trying to, he's trying to get it on get with. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the front for their whole illegal operation. Yes. This shitty little cafe that has no customers in it and from what I could tell from the opening scene, no functioning light bulbs either because it was very dark. I don't think there was a kitchen. There, oh, certainly, the wasn't, there certainly wasn't a chef making any food whatsoever. There was just... No, she was the chef, innit? She made the stay on the countertop, Mia, yeah. So she... <laughs> That's how, it. How would anybody... I mean, the IRS are the equivalent of the HMRC See, in yeah. the US. How would they go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely making well, millions and t- funding all of the uh, all, all of the, the the expense that goes into the it modified be a very cars. Good front if the IRS kept turning up, would it? So, but my point is, it was terrible. They only had to turn up once and well, go. I'm right, sorry, right. this 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 shit heap of a business that sells one tuna sandwich once a day. Well, I was about to say, Brian's keeping it running, isn't it? With well, tuna yeah. sandwich, How much are those fucking which tuna were apparently sandwiches? Shit, anyway, according to. Vince. Vince, yes. I wanted to call him Bruno. Because don't you think he looks like he should have been called Bruno? Bruno, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, the funny thing about that is also when they first, when they, when them lot pull up to the car and he's going to Jesse, talk to me, Jesse. She's spiking him, whatever. And Jesse's like, oh, you got a hole in your fuel line. That's why you're unloading in third. I was going to ask you this. Have you ever un- unloaded in third? <laughs> Not in the car I have, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, unless it's a diesel and I drop down again and it just unloads a load of shit out of the exhaust. <laughs> you mean black smoke to so, the yeah. person And I don't know what the hell spiking is, I'm sorry. Well, I don't know what unloading, I was going to say in but, third, no, but I don't know what said, unloading in any gear means. He said you had a hole in your fuel line. So if you had a hole in your fuel line, is he talking about the fuel no, no, that no, he's no. unloading? I, I, I re-watched this scene. He says your fuel map has a hole in it. So not your fuel line, because if your fuel line had a hole in it, yeah, you'd have bigger problems. Yeah, yeah. In the in the case, your fuel you know, map the has a, yeah. 
So they've they've put. A, oh, then he says he's going to put a delay on the timing to bring his a Noz in, which will get him in sub ten. In a freaking, I can't remember what the guy was driving, but he's not getting sub ten out of that car. Nissan Silvia. Silvia, yeah, he's not getting sub ten out of that. Well, he might if there's heavy modification, but but the point is right. If your fuel map has a hole in it. Right, go to your mapper, who I assume is Jesse well, in this case, Jesse, and say, "Can you write me a map that doesn't have Wait, fucking holes Jesse, in it, please?" Did Jesse fix it there? Plug something into it and do it there. I don't. It, Apparently, if, well, I don't know what he did. I, I hope for Vince's sake or whoever the other guy was that he now no longer unloads in third and, and maybe why? unloads in fifth if that's a better option. I don't really know what Speaking unloading of Jesse, is. Why the fuck would you do up a Jetta? Because it was his did dad's car. Did they do car? a VR six in a Jetta? No, I don't think they did. did they? No, no, so they didn't. So why would you? It was his dad's car, so he makes it look like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a great <laughs> fucking tribute. <laughs> when his dad got out of prison, his dad would have kicked... If he wasn't dead by the time he got out of prison, because he yeah. died, Jesse died. Yes, he did, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert for anyone that or didn't watch Or if he would not lost the car in the race. Yeah, if he hadn't lost the car in the race or got yeah. shot, his dad would have slapped the shit, shit out, out of him. What the fuck have you, you done, done to my, my nice, respectable family car? You that's fucked it, it yeah. right up. Jeez. But what I don't get is, why have all these idiots, apart from Dom... Why have they all picked front-wheel drive cars to build their racing platforms on? No, the silver on? wasn't, was it? This, well, uh, no, no. In one of the scenes, you just see Vince pull away, and all he does is he spins his front wheels because he's very angry. He comes in and drops like... Nah, silver, listen, he drops something on the table for the family barbecue, sees Brian there, and he fucks off in a, in a cloud of wheel smoke. I can't remember that, but I don't think it was front-wheel drive, though, is. Well, hey, in the films, yeah. they were front-wheel drive. So, yeah... He unloaded in third, apparently, and the fuel map had a hole in it. We then see the first race night. This is where they all turn up. Oh, this is where they all... Oh, my God. And, it, and it's practically a fucking red light district, district show, it? is yeah, what it is. Yeah, yeah. Right, now... See, one of the, so one of the... I don't remember the name, but you see this, the, the Chinese guy. He, so he was their advisor on the underground racing scene. Oh, he's was he? In the movie. Oh, okay. He was the advisor. On and they the gave him a bit part. So he's the guy so he they ignored. He said, yes, it's red light district with cars. Uh, I've been to a few car meets and events. Yeah, they're not underground car meets and events. Well, I have. Like, some well, of I, don't them, think, I don't think you can No, no, some of them not particularly legal. Never once was I ever met with a crowd of women who had skirts it, that were short. It was never full of hoes. If it, it was, was, I'd be there every week. Well, exactly, yeah. I was... It just... When I got my driving license and turned up to the first one of these, I was very, very disappointed. It was, was literally just full of Halfords car park. It was just for the spotty teenagers, yeah. all looking at twelve-inch subwoofers, and of course I was all looking at twelve-inch subwoofers in their boots. Oh god, yeah. Which brings me on to the next thing, which is ridiculous. You turn up to a race, and the whole point of you being there is to get the fastest quarter mile time you can. Yeah. yeah? yeah. So your car needs to be light. Traction out of the whole shot, sure. as Jesse calls it, needs to be on point. Yeah. Your gearing needs to be bang on, and your yeah. your fuel you map. Can't have any holes in, in the fuel map. Can't have any holes yeah. in the fuel map. And man's are there with fourteen subs and a PlayStation in the back of your car. <laughs> how much how much weight are you adding to your car? Unnecessarily? It's just ridiculous. Yeah. But did no the, the funniest scene was when Jesse opened the hood on Brian's car, right, and he just spewed out a load of manufacturers and acronyms and stuff half the shit that wasn't even on the car it was absolute bollocks wasn't it yeah and he, and he claims so so this is where i would start to now doubt jesse as a guru because he said not a bad way to spend ten thousand dollars twenty thousand dollars they said an amount yeah. later on we find out that that car because he gets it blown up 
was actually an $80,000 vehicle. How the... the right. Probably at, the paint job cost a lot. At which point, right, if you're going to spend 80 grand on a street racing car and your whole point is quarter mile times, do you know what? Just go and buy a used 911 Turbo and then put some racing slicks on it. Well, you've got Done. to buy something that can do sub 10 anyway, right? Actually, I'm not, no, actually, I'm there's in, not a lot out there. Yeah, yeah, 20 yeah, years yeah, ago, yeah, there was not. But the closest yeah, yeah. thing you would have got would have been a 911 Turbo, four-wheel drive, great traction, put some decent tyres on it, strip out every bit of excess weight that you possibly could. Wait, wait, wait. Would you just not have gone Skyline? Um, would you not have gone Skyline? No, nah, you would not have gone 911. You would have gone Japanese. You would have had You to have more Japanese. weight over the rear in a 911 Turbo, which is why they're so great off the line. Because the rear engine, they squat over the, rear, over the back axle and they do... A really good quarter mile. Anyway, well, I think what we're saying is there are better choices this than a fucking Mitsubishi you're Eclipse. You're 80 grand on a fucking, yeah, Mitsubishi Eclipse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we then go to the race, right? Where first of all, he pulls past the line. <laughs> Every single one of these people, they have no crew to line them up. Literally no crew lining them up, making sure that they're straight. They do no burnouts to warm up their tyres. At all. They literally just pull up to the line. Yeah, yeah, to go. yeah, yeah, that's true. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah, wanted an unfair advantage over the rest of the guys, all you had to do was do a bit of a burnout, burnout and all of a sudden put some rubber down in your lane. Off you're you good go. to go. So that's the first fucking mistake. <laughs> then, now we get to the race and Brian now we get to the race. <laughs> Wait, first of all, yeah, who the fuck races with a laptop hooked up to their car? What's he doing? And is where he, is he hooked up? Is he live mapping? Why? Why? At that point, surely your map is in and done and committed. You, there's no point you having your laptop there. It's not doing anything. And, and actually, let's talk about what his laptop does say to him. <laughs> so, in between gear change number eight and number nine... Oh, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, we'll come back to that in a minute. Yeah. yeah. In between those... He, he gets a message on his laptop that says... Manif danger, danger to manifold. manifold. Danger to manifold. I'm assuming it's exhaust manifold. What are the manifolds? Well, that's the only thing? manifold you've got in there. <laughs> right. Right? But what danger to the exhaust manifold? So, and first of all, what sensors have you got on the exhaust manifold other than an O2 sensor? <laughs> Which everybody ignores, by the way. We've yeah, all, yeah, it's we mostly when your light comes up, yeah, on the, yeah, on yeah, the, yeah, the engine that, light. But what, what danger to my... Actually, you know the story behind that? What that was supposed to say was something like danger to NOS or uh, NOS, NOS temperature, pressure higher, whatever. And the, the technical advisor said to them, look, do it like this, make it danger to the NOS, and then at least we can get the NOS bottles probably leak or blow up and then you get all that. And they ignored that and said, no, we put danger to manifold. <laughs> Not only that. So they, first of all, they ignored the tech guy about some actually quite decent advice because you could have built... Yeah, they wanted something. So basically the premise was they wanted some kind of distraction for him in the car. Yeah, fine. So he was like, all right, let's do it to, you know, although you could have done, you could have, you know what? You could have just picked it, you could have just done oil pressure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you could have warning oil pressure. You, you, you could have a turbo boost gauge. And you could have had that blow, the turbo's going to blow, well, boosting well, too high. Well, actually, because he has danger to manifold, which he then shouts at his laptop and ignores and shut closes up, it. Shut anyway. up, shut up, shut up. Closes his laptop. Yeah. And then what happens? His the fucking floor fucking pan. Floor. His floor pan falls out. First of all, yeah, floor pans are one fucking piece. Yeah, They're not built in parts that you well, bolt onto. They, they might be in a racing chassis, right? So let's assume... No, no, no. On a racing chassis, you're definitely not going to... 
this is where see this is where I show that I'm a pro and this guy's just fucking trash shit yeah no, no, he on a racing sh- chassis no you're not going to have it bolted on in bits you want it one A for well, the it, it be, first of all it wouldn't be bolted on with rivets right if it was on it no, would no, be no. welded yeah it? but it's not going to be modular why because you want the strength and the rigidity Okay. It's like a monocoque, so a race is always yeah, going to no, be the, this, a monocoque. The, 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 chassis, the chassis will be as monocoque as you can make it, but, but maybe the, the, the floor no, plan... No, 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 the floor plan's part of the chassis, though. Again, that's part of, that's part yeah, okay, of it. Okay. So it's like, well, I'll tell you what they've done, right? This is what they thought. You know you used to get those um, metal-plated floor mats? Yes. Yeah, I bet what, you they saw one of those in somewhere and thought, oh, this is what people fit to their floor. And they probably just cut it out and thought they would attach it. I don't know what they thought. Or but cl- even still... Clearly they ignored the advice of yeah. the engineer that was on, on, on payroll. But even still, how would anything, let alone danger to manifold, cause a bolted-on floor plan to fo- for p- floor pan to fall out? No idea. None whatsoever. That shit just makes no sense. It was... Th- that entire race doesn't make any sense whatsoever, Right. Because if you think a quarter mile race, let's say that it it's... doesn't take three minutes. It <laughs> That's for damn sure. Yeah. I was going to say tops, right? If you're if you're driving a Golf GTI that hasn't been modified, fairly standard Golf GTI, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you probably do your quarter mile 17? in. Oh no, no, four, about fourteen seconds. Is it 14? Okay. Yeah, about fourteen seconds, right? So these guys are you're looking at a ten to twelve second race. I mean, Dom's in there, right? And Dom's like Dom's in his RX. Yeah. RX-7 with his million subs and his fucking remote for his stereo. Yeah. Uh, it was quite smart where he had his Noz tanks, though. It, it was. I'm not yeah, going to lie. It yeah. was It was a that smart was setup. Fun. It was yeah, cool. Yeah. But, again, unnecessary weight in his car. But he's he's king fucking dingling. 10 seconds is what he's probably going for. 10, 11 seconds. Maybe a, a yeah, sub Yeah, his car's probably running around 10, 11. That scene is a good three minutes long. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bit where he's just shouting at his laptop and telling it to shut up is 10 seconds on its own. The amount of gear shift. You know, this is what gets me about movies, yeah? When they're driving their car, why is it they always have a bit more accelerator that they can press on? <laughs> like, if you're being chased or chasing someone, surely your foot is to the floor. <laughs> but these are still always match. It's like they're going to step through the floor. They still manage to find some more. And in an Overdrive. automatic car... Dom always manages to change gears somehow to another... I don't know what gear he's got in his autos. Like, all his cars are autos, right? But he still manages to change gears again. Maximum, there will be two gear change opportunities. Apart from his RX, sorry. That was, yeah. that was the only manual But there should be two gear change opportunities. First to second, second to third. That's it. Because your trap speed on a quarter mile, if you're driving a... Whatever they were driving, 110, maybe? Max? Is what Maybe, you get to? I guess, yeah, I think so, yeah, yeah. Right? You can you can reach 100 miles now, 110 in the top of third. In a car like that, at least, anyway. There's no... Yeah, in third, yeah. You're yeah. definitely not going up to sixth gear. And anyway, these yeah. guys are changing gears about 10 times. Oh, my God. It's just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And gear changes do not sound like that. Well, maybe he was maybe he was granny shifting, not double clutching like he should. Could you explain to me what a granny shift by granny shifting? Okay, I assume it means he was shifting slowly or something. How the hell Dom knew that from his car? I don't know. You need to be focusing on your own race, pal. Do you know what I mean? But what is double clutching? Right. So double clutching is something that was required before the um, the invention of the synchro mesh gearbox. The gearbox that we How long ago? Are we talking fucking Henry Ford Model T time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you had to do was you had to depress your clutch pedal, take the car out of gear, 
come up off your clutch. But this isn't in our lifetime, mate. No, 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 no. I'm just going to explain what double clutching is and why you should use it. Then, separate event, clutching again into your next gear. So if you want to go first to second, clutch down, out of first, clutch up. Clutch down, into second, at clutch off, continue. Right? And this was before synchromesh gearboxes because you, I don't know, I don't understand the engineering of it, but essentially you needed to clutch once and then clutch twice to allow the gearbox to transition smoothly. So... Definitely not something needed 20 years ago in a Mitsubishi Eclipse when you're racing. Yeah. Definitely not. Why did they fit a gearbox from the 50s in his car? I mean, that would be the reason why he lost. Yeah. And then he's like, fried the piston rings. How do you know? How do you know he's fried the piston rings? Well, he didn't fry the fucking piston rings because then he was driving around (laughs) running away from the cops five minutes later. (laughs) So if you fried your piston rings, that means they've seized and basically fused to the block. Yep. So which, this guy... In which case, your car's not really going to go very not far. Going, but this car was driving around, hanging it out around the corners and that, driving as quick yeah. as he could get away with fried piston rings. All of the knocking and smoking from when he came back after the race suddenly disappeared when he had to oh, evade yeah, the police. Yeah. Where was that smoke from anyway? Um, don't know. Floor pan? Manifold? I don't... Exhaust, this, this, that, was, this, that was the exhaust gases escaping through oh, the leak in the manifold. <laughs> no, it was... Well, the only time your car smokes like that is when you've got a coolant leak. And I mean, it dumps coolant. Yeah, or you've had a split pipe, and then you see smoke. Yeah, or, or oil is leaking onto your hot exhaust, and therefore you. Oh, got no, but smoke. even no, no, yeah, even be then, a huge amount, and it have to be a very hot exhaust. It, it'd have to be a ridiculously hot exhaust, and, and it certainly won't oil. do it in a quarter mile, even if it did take you five minutes to do a quarter mile. No, 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 it wouldn't. So yeah. it's not, it's not coming from that. The only time you're going to get instant smoke like that is if you're cooling overheating. Yeah yeah, 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 overheats like that. Yeah, and you open your radiator, it just poof straight out. Yeah. yeah, which is not what he did because no. you wouldn't do that. If you if your temperature gauge goes into the red, do not go and open your radiator. Turn your car off, let it cool down before you go anywhere near your radiator go or cool it up. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, um, ridiculous first race, just stupid. I mean, I don't understand. Ja Rule was there squeezing people's tits rather than actually oh, getting yeah. ready for the race. I just. The whole thing back. So what we had, we had an RX7, an Eclipse. Yeah. What was, what was the other two cars in there? I don't know. They were both Japanese. I think there might have been a 200SX. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, the, the, the RX was always going to cane them. And then, yeah. Rotary's actually not, not... Do you know what Rotary's If anything, do you know what would have been more believable? If Dom had fried his piston rings. Yeah. Because he had a yes. rotary engine. Yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't have, he wouldn't have pistons, but he would have, he would have blown his oil seals, actually. Yeah, he would have on blown... The, on, the, on the block, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Get, you know what? Rotaries get a lot of stick, but the problem with the rotaries is they're actually quite good engines. Right? They are, they're just... But the problem is they take a lot of oil and you just have to maintain yeah, them. Yeah, and, and, and the sleeves are fragile, right? That's why they need... Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, we would go beyond the granny shifting and double clutching in 2001, which is still apparently... Oh, and then, then he owed Dom a 10-second car, didn't he? Then he owed Dom a 10-second car. Yeah. And what does he bring him? He brings him a Supra with a 2JZ engine. 2JZ. Not a, not a 2JGTE. No. So, which, which, he only brought him that, more than believable, because them Supras are fucking capable of a lot of shit when you put a fucking big-ass turbo on them. But he brings him one, he brings him a naturally aspirated. So he said, like, pop the hood, yeah? Pop the hood, like he's got some twin-turbo-charged big ass shit on there yeah yeah then it's a fucking naturally accelerated engine yeah then they, they have to go and turbocharge it and then just he goes oh you put about how much 10 grand in there 
Uh, all I know, I can't remember the figure, 10 or 20K. I think you said 10K. Over, yeah. Mate, you uh, need, that's the wrong engine. So it's going to cost you more than 10K before you start doing well, it I, up. I, I imagine that even if they got the turbocharged one, that they were going to replace the turbos anyway. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is, a 10 grand, that's not even the cost of an engine. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they needed to spend way more yeah, than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's oh, what yeah, I'm saying. yeah. Oh, the figure was completely fictitious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, overnight parts from Japan. And if you wanted to overnight them as well. How? You see yeah, how much shit yeah, they got? The, the, the shipping fees alone would have been about three to $4,000. <laughs> he did say overnight shipping from Japan. He did. So was he saying it'll be here the next morning? Because fuck me, Concord. I don't think Concord were running at that time. I think Concord went out of service by then. Yeah. It certainly wasn't. So I don't know how he was getting that shit overnight from Japan. But I don't know, but he did. Oh yeah, you did it. You see it all laid out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, did. Yeah, you you, yeah. you saw it. You saw it all laid out, along with cams from a V8. They ordered cams for a V8 engine. <laughs> Don't know why you'd need to order those for your uh, for your six cylinder super. Add, maybe they wanted to add an extra row of cams. Maybe they wanted to add some extra cylinders. Yeah, yeah. they were going to create their own VTEC. They were going to create. <laughs> they were, but the, I tell you what, the best thing about that super build, the thing that was the most impressive was Jesse's floppy disk design. <laughs> oh my days. I swear floppy disks weren't around then. They were, no, they were around, but there was no need for them. Were they? There was no need because in 2001, the iPod was around, which meant that you had memory sticks. USB oh, memory yeah, sticks yeah, was, yeah, were yeah, definitely yeah. a thing. Memory yeah, cards yeah. were around as well. Yet this guy decides to pull out of his flipping lunchbox yeah, a floppy, <laughs> a disk, floppy yeah, disk, yeah, yeah, yeah. loads it up with this pixelated crappy picture of a super that's been drawn with rulers yeah. and he's just so proud of himself and, and Paul Walker which know, Brian is like man you should have gone to like MIT MIT yeah really why yeah. what the fuck do you think people I, at I MIT I still don't know what he was trying to show him on that computer um, that he should paint it orange oh okay okay, okay. that's what it was okay yeah, yes right. yeah it should paint it orange and that the car needed shock absorbers and an engine I think that's pretty much oh, all yes, the floppy yes. disk was able to show him. So anyway, there they are wrenching on this uh, Supra. But before that, oh no, before the Supra, was it before or during the Supra build when he decides he's going to go and check out the competition? Oh, Hector's. Because Hector turns up at Harry's yeah, yeah. and shows yeah. him uh, a roll of cash yeah. and goes... I need three of everything. I need three of everything because yeah. he's got... Three Honda Civics with spoon engines in them. Yeah. Spoon engines are a real thing, but I don't know what they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a racing division. Oh, it's a racing Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so he's got three Honda Civics with racing engines. Again, right, you're preparing for race wars, this race in the desert, this big event from what mm. I can tell. And the thing here is every single crew that's prepping for it is really bad at time management is what I've established. You've got Johnny Tran one week before race wars with no engines in his cars. Oh, you've got. I would assume that this event is probably being marketed at That's least a year event. in advance. Yeah, 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 it sounds like it's one of the biggest events in the yeah. street racing world. Yeah, you've got a long time to prep your car. Plenty long. Why yeah, the yeah. fuck are you waiting for a week before to even put your engines in? Because first well, of all, obviously for them it's just plug and play, isn't it? It must be pros like me just get it in and job done. How long does it take to put an engine in? <laughs> a day. Right. So that's a day to put the engine in. Once your engine is in, 
you then got to tune it. You've then got to make sure Laptops. that your chassis, your suspension, and everything is oh, all set all up and they've loaded. They've done all that. They've clearly done all that beforehand. Your gearbox is all is all set up to go. It's clearly done that Then you beforehand. need test hits. You need a shitload of test hits. You need data to then continue to tweak your map over and over and over and over again. Yeah, until you can get it right. So they've got a week to go, put the engine in one day, and then you've got four days, five days to sort it out. Five days for Take testing. Take Sunday off. <laughs> Job done. Mate, they're pro. I tell, tell you, they know their shit like me, so there's no problem. Oh, Overnight you- shipping from Japan, easy job. Overnight <laughs> shipping from Japan. Job done. <laughs> No, but they weren't. They were in the warehouse. In the warehouse. Yeah. Remember? No, oh, no, actually, he said the, that through a mouthful of oil. The best thing is when, when, when they catch Brian at the, at the warehouse and he's telling him, actually, you know what? That, the, the, the line that Hector gives is Which probably... Pasa la Ferio. Where about Hector's going to be running this, this, this and that. It is probably the most quoted thing on Facebook Ever. Is it like you know? When you I know see now a, why I don't spend any time on Facebook. <laughs> now you know when you sometimes you see them pointless posts and that, and someone tries to be funny, they just <laughs> tries to be they, funny. they post something like, "Oh, and by the way, Hector's don't let this distract from the fact that Hector's going to be," and they give all that spiel. That um, wait, let me find it. Hector, what it? Don't distract. <laughs> uh, yeah. So oh, here it is. Here it is. So don't let this, so this is what people put on there. Like when someone puts something up that is like pointless and stuff like that. Don't let this distract you from the fact that Hector is going to be running 300 Civics with spoon engines. And on top of that, he just went into Harry's and bought three T66 turbos with NOS and a Motec exhaust system. Oh, yes, he did. But here's the thing, yeah. He didn't buy fucking tires. Why don't these people (laughs) understand? Quarter mile drag times, tires are really important. (laughs) But here's the thing. Motec don't and they've never done exhaust systems. And I tell you the other thing, the um, you know the tires that they're obsessed over with the track marks. What are they called? Um, hey. There's a brand of tire that they reference. Um, yeah, that's it. The the the, the Mishimoto ZX tires. At least you got the T66 turbo part. At least you got the T. Yeah, yeah. Garrett's. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the the Mishimoto tires that they reference. That are popular. Mishimoto. In st- Mishimoto. They do. They, they do. These tires do exist. They exist. By the way, they are a very solid middle of the road performance <laughs> tire. Is what they are. They are definitely not a semi slick or slick racing tire. They aren't Toyo R triple eights or proxy proxies PR ones or whatever they're called. You know what I miss. What I miss is the V-tread tyre pattern. The V-tread tyre pattern. Yeah, yeah. You used to get them in Hankooks. Goodyear's used to do them on Eagle F1s, I think, at one point. Yes. So, Hankook, Goodyear, Proxy, Toyos. Yeah. They used to be V-tread, but you don't get them anymore. They were, they were, I, I, you know what? They were awesome tread tyres. Especially just, for rear-wheel drives. Just reminiscing about tyre tread, we have probably named a number of tyres that would have been more effective than Mishimoto's ZX tyres. <laughs> Mishimoto's, yeah. Put a Kumo's on there, mate. Well, yeah, Kumo do racing tyres. Yeah. Kumo's actually a decent tyre, mate. Well, most of most of them would do some kind of track-orientated, non-street legal, no, semi-slick racing tyres. No, I doubt Kumo did. I doubt Kumo do. Somebody fucking would. Oh, yeah, yeah, somebody would. Yeah, yeah there'd be tyres available, yeah, yeah. So if you're going into Harry's yeah. and you've got all of your Ferio, yeah, use it on some fucking <laughs> tyres, please. <laughs> Because that's going to help you a lot more than T66 turbos and a Motec imaginary exhaust system. 
So nobody gives a fuck about Motec tires. Exhaust. No one gives a fuck about tires. No one gives a fuck about their suspension. Video, it was just full of bombastic bullshit, but it was still entertaining. It wasn't entertaining. So then we get to... <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just looking at my notes and it made me laugh. Um, so I don't, can't remember what bit of the film this happens in. Uh, in terms of the storyline but at one point when the cops are questioning the real cops are questioning Brian about mm-hmm. who they who he thinks is behind the hijacking of the trucks and they, oh, yeah, yeah. And they point out um, Vin Diesel's uh, or Dom's previous record where he beats a man almost to death with a wrench, with a wrench. and you know what his punishment was he got banned from the tracks. How about a fucking prison sentence? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all he got, innit? You almost killed somebody mm-hmm. with, a, with a weapon. And you're just banned from coming to the tracks. And you're banned from going to the tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that about? Yeah. Surely that's enough for the police to go, yeah, maybe we should nick maybe this guy. Maybe we should, uh, yeah, bring him in. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not, not, not let's, maybe let's see if he is the one who's jacking yeah. all of these trucks for trucks. their... DVD players and their video TV combis that are now worth about, you know, 50 quid or whatever. And when they were doing that, why the fuck did they need to take out the front screen? Of what? The trucks when they were doing this. The whole thing was overkill. Their methodology, the cars that they used. If you're going to all that hassle, why couldn't they just climb in through the passenger driver's passenger door? Why don't they just do what everybody else does when they want to rob something from a truck? Wait till the truck pulls over at a service station. Get the in. guy falls asleep in his cab. Yeah. Yeah. He can't hear a fucking yeah. thing. And in America, they keep the keys on the visor anyway. But <laughs> everyone keeps keys on the visor yeah. in American films. Yeah. We learned that from Terminator. <laughs> um, so, yeah, why didn't they just wait till he falls asleep and then break in and take everything then? You don't have yeah. to shoot crossbows through windscreens. Here's the thing, though. If you leave your keys on the visor and you go out, how do you lock your car? They don't lock their cars. That's the other thing. Have you never noticed in American, American films? Not Dubai. Have you never noticed in American films? Cars are never locked. Ever. That's true, actually. It's just not a thing. That's true. Yeah. And I always thought to myself, why would, you, why would you do that? Why would you not just take your keys with you, lock the car? Yeah, don't know. But anyway, Dom is the epitome of self-control, is what we, we learned from that scene. And, and Brian still doesn't believe it. So anyway, we then somehow, we, we skip to when the, the Supra's built. It's ready to go. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. It makes its maiden voyage. Did you see the first thing that it that, comes up against? No, no, no. Forget that. The first thing that fucking uh, mechanically fucking non-sympathetic Brian Connor O'Connor does. Gets in the car, plants his foot and does a fucking burnout out of the garage. You've literally just <laughs> built that engine. You've just put that car together, yeah? Uh, can we wait until the oil warms oh, up and circulates to start yeah, cooling yeah, yeah. the turbos before yeah, you decide yeah. to fucking... He's like me, mate. Listen, listen he's when you like get you. It, you want to, if you want, to, if it's gonna break, you want it to break straight away. You don't want it to break a week later. Yeah, break that, straight away so you get more time to repair. All it. of that hard work that Jesse did on his floppy disk, all of those oh, overnight God, yeah, yeah. parts from Japan, listen, all of that sex that happened in the garage between Dom and his <laughs> missus, all goes to fucking waste. If you're just gonna listen, ruin you that engine. see me when I pick up the cars, mate. When I picked up that L two hundred, I had a, I had a wheel spinning round corners. <laughs> Seriously, and it did it. It actually did it, you know. For a mechanic, you're not very sympathetic to mechanicals of vehicles. Nah, because I know I'm a pro, and I'll just fix it if it goes wrong. Well, Brian is not a pro. No, he no, may he's have not. Dom's no, no, garage no. at his disposal. Yeah. Well, it seems like I... Brian, uh, Dom's people ain't pros either. No, but I thought that was very irresponsible behaviour. So anyway, off he goes, nice driving off into the that. sunset, and he races that Ferrari more than you can afford, pal. Ferrari, yeah. right? 
So they have the race, and I'm not surprised that the Supra won, actually. Uh, I'm surprised it took so long for it to win. What was it, a 355 that pulled up? I no, it wasn't. Was I think a, it was a Testarossa, wasn't it? A 348 or something. But it was a, it was if one it was of the mid-engine V8 Ferraris of that era. Yeah. yeah. Wait, was that... Was the Supra they had a manual or an auto? No, it was a manual. See, there's more bullshit then. Why? Because you never, ever got a manual T-top. Oh, well, they could have put a manual gearbox in it from another Supra. Overnight pass from Japan, bro. Oh, shit. Yeah. You have no knowing. If, if they ordered cams for a V8, there's nothing Actually, to stop you know them what? from ordering a fucking 6 gearbox. gearbox. Have, you seen, you, have you seen the values of Supras? They're in ridiculous. Like, and I'm not even runner. talking about something that's well-maintained or nothing. No, no, Forget no, no. one that's done up. Yeah, any battered old suit, they are. Yeah. They hold their money pretty much like no other and, and, car out there. And the well, the rate at which the value is shot up is incredible. Yeah. So probably about three years ago, if you wanted a decent uh, Supra twin turbo, you were looking at spending fifteen to twenty k. Twenty k would have got you a clean one. Fifteen k yeah, would have got you okay. an all right one. Yeah. Now, same car. 45 to 60 yeah yeah and this is nothing to do with the movie the movie was like 20 years ago the movie yeah, no, didn't even pick up this is just like a i think it's probably not it's like rover turbos in the price going up it's yeah. a nostalgic thing though, it's a right? nostalgic thing there's not many of them about now either yeah yeah, yeah so, exactly i tell you what sometimes actually on there's a group on facebook saying rotting rotting on driveways and some of the cars that you see that people have just left abandoned like, there's yeah. this gorgeous 850 right somewhere i don't know where brought on the side literally just rotting away and i just think oh if and these people just instead of letting them rot, just give them to someone that is going to do it up. Yeah, it's like that where you used to live. What was that American car? That's I thought. Up? I thought it was a uh, a Challenger. I genuinely thought it was a Challenger, yeah, but it had too much growth around it f- to figure out what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just they're rotting. Yeah, that ha- that house was creepy have, though. Yeah, we're gonna have to pop round one day actually and drop, a note, drop a note through there. Yeah, you might get killed in the process. Yeah. It does look like so apparently on, on DVLA you can just apply for a V5 you don't need to like prove that the car's yours I guess it doesn't have to be registered stolen yeah no it doesn't have to be because the V5 you remember V5 doesn't actually prove ownership no it doesn't I'm not sure what which proves is, ownership is, yeah a receipt which is pointless then but a receipt uh, I don't have the receipt for either of the cars on my drive no I don't either I don't think you ever get a receipt unless you buy something brand new well yeah even if you do buy it used I'm quite careless about receipts yeah so am I Anyway, back to the back to the uh, the film, the uh, the documentary, as it may as well be, actually, because it's factually correct everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> the bit that made me laugh before we get to race wars is when um, they're sat there at the restaurant, the beachside diner thing, and uh, Brian gets a little bit emotional, and he says he says to Dom, he goes, "There's no way you pay for all the shit that's oh, under the hood yeah, of those cars," he, he, and, and Dom tells him to keep his voice down. Yeah. I'm sorry, keep his voice down. It's pretty obvious you're driving around in a modified car with shit under the hood. Have you seen the fucking thing? <laughs> it's bright orange with stickers all over well, to it. To be fair, and I, a wing the size of the moon. I didn't see anyone else in that restaurant anyway. And and if they even if they'd someone overheard go, oh my god, he spends money on engine yeah. modification. Uh, hardly a surprise, hardly groundbreaking news. He slips him a napkin, and all he has on there is the address of where the fuck they're going. But you're sat Race with wars. him. Race Wars. Yeah, but you're sat with him. He gives him the address to Race Wars and he says, you're going to now go... But, but he knows that. What else were you yeah. preparing the car for? But, no, no, but you're going with him, so surely you can direct him. 
No, does he turn up on his own to race wars? I don't know. No, but Dom's going with him to race wars. There's no one else around. Well, yeah, the whole crew's going to race wars. Yeah, yeah, but these two are going on their own, isn't it? Special. Yeah. Everyone else is like, I don't know where they're getting. Yeah. Well, they've got 100 cars between them. They're fitting their engines in their that's cars. The other, that's the other thing. In the whole film, there is absolutely zero regard. Like, no fucks given to any kind of efficiency that you might get from lift sharing. <laughs> All of you are all going to the same fucking place at the same fucking time and you're all leaving together. Yeah, but that's because they all want to race you their take own cars. cars. They don't want to race their own cars, but they're, they? they're not racing. They're all sitting around eating pizza or watching well, a movie true. or whatever so the Jessie fuck they're doing. Race, I don't think Dom's, does Dom's girlfriend put, in, put a race in that one. She does, yeah. So she races... Well, she uh, wins, though, doesn't she? She races somebody else in an RX-7 and she wins because she times her NOS button. Hang on, but what the hell is she in? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember what she drives. It's certainly nothing that can take on an RX-7. What? You don't know how many overnight parts from Japan T-66 turbos yeah. and Mishimoto ZX tires are under the hood. <laughs> well, apparently, it took, what, was the, what was the Japanese guy's name? Which Japanese guy? Johnny Tran. Oh, Johnny Tran, yeah. Apparently, he had... An S2000. Yeah, but with 80 grand under the hood. No, potentially, he has 100 grand under the 100 hood. 100 grand. How the hell do you put 100 grand in under the hood? Why do you put 100 grand under the hood? Why? Yeah, Look, but how? Are Honda S2000, not... great car, right? I've got, I think they're brilliant. I'd love to, I'd love to own a Honda S2000, you know actually. There's probably one of the most, it's probably the best steering I've had in a car. Yeah. Seems like you point it and it goes. goes, yeah. But yeah. that's also dangerous, though. <laughs> yes, it's it is. There, but it's, it's stupidly responsive. Yeah. Uh, not very useful for straight line quarter mile drag racing, may I add. No, 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 no. <laughs> but it's anyway. always a shame they didn't carry that on the S2000, actually. Kind of let themselves go. But anyway. So Johnny Tran has an S2000, puts 100 grand under the hood of it or whatever he spends. To race a Jetta. To, to race a Jetta. Uh, the S2000s weren't in the garage. We know when he was threatening people with oil in their mouths. Oh, we didn't see that anyway, did he? Yeah, and he wanted some Nissan SR20 engines. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. SRT20. Where's my engines? Yeah, yeah. SR20 motors. What are they, they for, called. though? What were they for? Well, they're Nissan motors, engines. Um, and allegedly for a Honda S2000, which is not what was in the shot at all. So he... Drowns this poor guy in oil, oh, yeah, beats yeah. him up, and then takes another car to race yeah. anyway. What a fucking prick. <laughs> Johnny Tran is a knob. He deserved to have the police come and fucking knock They're on his door and embarrass him in front of his fucking it's family. He's very bad for family. Wanker. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So he lines up against Jesse. Jesse doesn't bring his own car up. So Jesse doesn't do any of his prep. Jesse doesn't get his seating position right. Jesse doesn't do a fucking burnout again. Jesse's a bad man, he's really... He doesn't do a burnout. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't do any of the stuff you're supposed to if you're racing your own fucking car, line yourself up or anything. Yeah. yeah. Again, race balls, biggest race of your life. No fucking burnouts. What are you doing? Put heat in your tyres. Put rubber on the ground. You know where they got the race ball ideas from? Is this, I reckon they got it from the salt plains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They did. That's where they got that. From. Yeah, where they do the the speed test. Where's the speed to see how high you got it? How fast Fine. You can go. I mean, as a concept in itself, I've got no issue with race wars. I actually thought that was quite a cool part of it. But just make it a bit more realistic. Everyone shows up with subwoofers and stickers well, and street is, you, fucking tires. Knowing they had a technical consultant there, I would expect it to be a bit more realistic. But I think at the time he said the director said to him, "Look, people watching this are going to be none the wiser." And you know what? They, they weren't. You know, actually, do you know what I think happened. On like day 18 of consulting, he turned up one day in a fucking pink tutu, topless, walking in on his hands and going, hello, is anyone paying attention to me? <laughs> and they all just ignored him. So he's like, fuck now, it. I think the director realised, look, people ain't going to know what they're talking. This is, what did he say it was? This was effectively a crime drama. A crime drama. Yeah. And I think he probably realised that people aren't going to notice in real life. There was comedy in it as well, though. That was one of the sub-genres. It definitely made me laugh. 
oh yeah yeah but I think that was a byproduct it was it was a byproduct yeah I don't think they were trying to make it like of that. course they weren't I was being sarcastic yeah. like how you um, you understood my sarcasm so anyway Jesse lines up not sure why in any fucking universe Would Jesse you... thinks his front wheel drive Jetta could be an S2000 a real wheel drive S2000 S2000 yeah so obviously he fucking loses clearly he's gonna lose badly badly so he loses because uh, he uh, what in the words of Johnny Tran too soon junior in reference to when he presses oh, his yeah, nose yeah, button yeah, 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 yeah. the Supra doesn't actually get to race at race wars he does doesn't you he notice? no yeah yeah because he runs off doesn't he to get yeah. and, and I don't know why he's running off to go and save them or to catch them to oh yeah, why does he do that? Yeah, I don't know. Why all of a sudden does he get this kind of profound moment where the spirits talk to him and say, "Tonight's the night where you need to go and catch Dom in the act." Yeah, I don't know why he needs why? to do that. Why? Yeah, I think you know what. Actually, no, the police weren't even aware or knew, or knew about Nobody it. Nobody was aware. I think he by just that decided time, he, he was sort of he was switching, and he he'd like this is my boy, isn't it? So I can't do you think? Do you think he had that moment where he's like, for some reason, I just want to start a fucking argument with my girlfriend and make her cry. <laughs> just for fun and he thought how can I do that I know I'll tell her I'm a cop and tell her I'm going to arrest her brother, brother yeah. yeah yeah and get in the middle of a family feud as well but the funny thing is he doesn't even tell her he's a cop he's on the phone yeah. and he says yeah detective Brian Latton. so Why? fucking lame isn't he yeah it's like yeah, you're going to give her a number or what babe <laughs> so yeah they find Dot and that's that again but that's yeah, I don't, yeah I don't actually get why he why he runs off actually no, he does. And do it's a good what? job he does, because otherwise Vince would have lost his arm. Oh, bloody... How did he not lose it in the time it was going on anyway? Yeah. I mean, that, that almost went on as long as the first quarter mile race. That almost went on as long, on as, long as the, the airfield. <laughs> the, the airfield in the... In the I can't remember which fast footage it was. You know when they were chasing that plane down? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the run, off the run, whatever. Yeah. But at least the advantage of this one, they were on a road. So technically a road could, in America's are quite long. So maybe that's why... You could get away with that there. Yeah, rather than an infinite runway. So that happens. They oh, get, then, they Don, get then Don does a runner home, doesn't he? Dom does a runner home. But where's he planning to go from there? Because he gets in his car to go somewhere. Oh, he goes... I'm not running, is what it, he says. Is that when, is that when Johnny, uh, Johnny comes after them? Well, so, so, so Brian goes to Dom's Actually, house. Dom stood there with a gun. Because Jesse's there. Yeah, but, but, but Dom... Very aggressively, yeah, he yeah. does everything very aggressively. But he tells Brian he's not running. So what is it you're actually doing? I think oh, that's it. he's going to go and look for Jesse. That's what he's going to go and do. Uh, yes, yes. And Jesse ran off. And yes, he? he did. He did. Now and then Jesse pulls up. Yeah. Now Dom's all about family, right? And Jesse is a member of his family. But well, there's a lost puppy that he took in. Yeah. But when Jesse goes and fucks off at race wars, what Dom? What does Dom do? He doesn't go, shit, I better go after him and make sure he's okay. Because nah, he lost no. to Johnny Tran and Johnny's going to want to fucking shoot him in the face. Oh, no, 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 no. no. I'm going to go out and fucking steal goes, from some yeah, trucks, I've got to nick my shit from the trucks. Oh, exactly. I've got to go and steal some shit from trucks. Did we actually, Selfish know, did we actually find out what they were stealing? Yeah, DVD players. They made all that money from DVD players. Even in 2001, Fuck DVD players were not that sort of thing. Hell. Jesus, they must have been selling high, low margins in quantity, you know. Cause I guess it's the equivalent of robbing a truck full of iPads now. It's probably the same. DVD players were... I don't know when DVD players came out, but they were well... I think they were well around by then, weren't they? PlayStation... Maybe it was we were at the PS3 stage. No, we weren't. 2001? I don't think the PS3 had been launched. I think it was PS2. PS2? Yeah. Jesus, mate, they must have been some fucking sick DVD players to be able to get all of that out of them. Well... 
there were abundant stocks of them because Johnny Tran also had a shitload of them in his house oh, yeah. purchased legally why do all these people have shitloads of DVD players I don't get it I don't get the fascination they're all well, Panasonic America, as well. there are a lot of people there isn't there yeah clearly that episode was that episode that film was sponsored by Panasonic because it was all <laughs> Panasonic DVD players so anyway yeah he, he then remembers family goes back home grabs his gun shouts at Brian because he's going to go and look for Jesse Jesse then turns up as a, a muttering kid, stumbling yeah. fucking yeah. mess oh my god I am so sorry yeah and then at the same time Johnny Tran then turns up and shoots him oh yes which quite frankly is a bit of a relief for everybody yeah you have to listen to his bullshit now yeah, he yeah. doesn't know what he's doing he doesn't know what he's on about and no. fi- finally that jet yeah, can be put new, to rest yeah. as well you need a new head mechanic if that's what he was <laughs> yeah no I think he was person in charge of design via floppy disk <laughs> he's the only one that could use paint MIT dropout <laughs> yeah exactly uh, yeah, then they chase Androni Tran and his brother. They shoot them and run them over and whatever else that they do. And, and, de- then, and then... And then... And then it's the scene, isn't it? Then it's the scene where Dom decides to change gear several times in an automatic. Well, before he does that, somehow he manages to lift the front end of the car up when he sets off. Do you well, know why? He's on cold tyres anyway, but, but that's just an, that's an impossibility. No, no, no. So it does happen in the world of proper street racing, which is why they have wheelie bars. So where you've got proper... No, no, no. That's on the bloody them rocket cars, mate. No, no, no. There are some street racing cars that do it as well. But we're talking like thousands of horsepower. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Proper wide, big tyre racing slicks. You've warmed up the tyres Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Loads of like, you know, yeah, there's rubber on the ground and everything. They grip hard. Yes, yeah, not on the street are you going to... No, not I'm on sorry. a normal street like no. that, no. And no. if your car was did do that, by the way, wheelie bars, please, Dom. Yeah. You're a fucking street racer, get wheelie bars. Yeah. You should know what you're doing. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, lifts, lifts the front up, end up off the fucking ground. Fucks that right up. And then he hits the truck. Now, I'm sorry, if you're going into a truck at that speed, you're not, launch, you're not getting launched anywhere. No, you're not. You're not going to hit it and then go flying and do a barrel roll, mate. You're getting, you're, that's it. Yeah, you're going to have the your front, front end is out. The front quarter is just going to be crushed into oblivion. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be stuck on the front of that truck. You're not getting, you're not lifting you up into the air. It's not a freaking ramp. Well, yeah, exactly. But maybe it's it's a good job that he did because he just got away with it with a, uh, like a, a mild shoulder injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's got, uh, that's all he was doing, wasn't he? Yeah. Holding his shoulder, yeah, yeah, yeah. But clearly he was fine because he then drove the super off got into the sunset. and got off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What a fucking ridiculous film. It was, it, honestly. Now, now, now I can say that looking back at it. Now you think, oh my God, somewhere there. But it was just utter, utter crap. And the thing is, they didn't bother improving the technical aspect. They didn't bother improving the technical aspects of the movie as they were going No, on. no, but it got worse, right? So I think that's actually the most technically correct one of the lot. Well, no, after that, they didn't really bother about... They, yeah, I mean. they didn't talk about any like anything to do with the cars. They didn't talk about anything, but some of the stuff you see is definitely fucking wrong. Now, they've had some cool cars and some rare stuff, which is pretty cool. Again, that's, that, that, that's awesome. Cool right? But yeah. God damn, it's stupid. Yeah. One thing, though, that they missed out on, they missed a trick. So the first one, Fast and Furious, then they had two Fast, two Furious. Oh, my God. That one was just... That was stupid. But what a naming convention. They should have just gone, then gone with that naming convention for the rest of them. Three Fast, Three Furious, Four Fast, Four Furious. The next one could be called Nine Fast, fast, Nine nine Furious. furious. That would be brilliant. That's going to be the name of this episode, by the way. Nine Fast, Nine Furious. Nine Fast, Nine Furious. I wonder, though. Because that's a lot of fast and a lot of furious. That is a lot. 
But I wonder, how did they evolve the story? Because when they first wrote it... They didn't evolve the story. (laughs) No, no, because when they first wrote it, I doubt they would have written any more than that that first movie. No, and then the second one was about development of Brian. And then the third one was just completely different cast. But it was quite clever because that yeah, was then the out, yeah yeah because then that the was third the third one was, that that was Tokyo like, Drift third one was Tokyo Drift which is when Han yeah, dies yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you had four and five which then happened before Tokyo Drift because then yeah Han then goes to Japan after five or six five I think five yeah because then Jason the Statham one is the one before Jason Statham makes his appearance in the franchise is the one where the third one should take place yeah I'm just wondering yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah no, it was, it was that, yeah. The way they did that, I mean, they developed, they did develop the characters and stuff a bit as they as they went on, and and you could certainly tell that the directing and writing got better in terms of a movie. But ultimately, it's a car movie, isn't it? so they had some stupid shit in there, like in the one when they're in Dubai and they take out the um, lichen. Oh yeah! Oh, the 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 lichen that can fly through buildings. Well, first of all, the lichen that can get enough traction and speed on a marble floor to fly through a building. It's pretty impressive. They should have used the tires that were on I the mean, lichen that, in their street racing. In they the would street have races, done much yeah, better yeah. in their quarter mile times. I mean, how the hell that lichen can get up to enough speed to to plow through those windows? Which, let's be honest, in a tower and a skyscraper, are going to be pretty fucking solid. They are. And then to go through another one on entry. Yeah, but Dom was driving. He's, oh, he's a yes, driving guy. Yes, yes, you know how yes, Hammond he is, claimed he, is, he was yeah. a driving That's god? That's why he wear them big boots. He gives him an extra Dom, like 50 horsepower when he puts his foot down. Dom is definitely a driving god. My god. The best thing, though, that have come out of this entire franchise, the best thing, Vin Diesel has made a couple of songs. Songs? And they are as shit as the whole idea of you thinking about Vin Diesel singing is... Actually, are. Well, shut up, Vin Diesel. What do you mean he's made a couple of songs? He has. Well, like rap videos or something? No, 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 no. Songs, singing. Genuinely, go on Spotify, Apple shut Music, up. whatever you've got. Shut Search up. for Vin Diesel, an artist. Oh, my God. Can we do this live? No, I know it's not live, but can we do this here? If you want to do Vin that. Vin Diesel it's... song. If, brilliant. That's For me, that's the best thing that has come out of Vin Diesel's face. Should I play this now on the podcast? If yeah, you want to play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you Vin can Diesel do... sings... Wait, wait, wait. Did, he didn't make these songs, he just... He just no, 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 these are his actual songs that he nah, recorded. See You Again isn't... No, 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 he's done some actual oh, songs. Oh, wait, Feel Like I Do. Oh, is that one? I think that might be one of them. Maybe <laughs> Days Are Gone. Okay, let's, let's hear we go then, guys. Feel Like I Do. It's going to sound shit because it's been played through a phone, but yeah, whatever. that's fine. I'll put it close to the, to the mic. I have to get through these stupid ads first. Oh, my days. Oh, you, well, are you watching it on YouTube or something? Yeah, where else am I going to go? Here I we want, go. I, this is Vin Diesel, Feel Like I Do. What's that clicking noise? guys can't hear that properly because we appreciate it through the microphones do yourself a favor do everybody a favor oh my go and God. find whatever platform you listen to music on go and find vin diesel's own music and have a listen honestly the day i discovered that was probably like one of the happiest days of my life i don't know if he's done an album but my god those songs are awful and for me if i'm going to be grateful for anything out of the fast and furious franchise and vin diesel's fame 
it's that he was then given the confidence to make those songs make song. fantastic absolutely brilliant bloody hell mate I, I, obviously I didn't know about that but that's just crazy and I think with that that's enough to close I that think. is enough to close we're pretty uh, speechless afterwards we hope you enjoyed us being film critics can't say that that's going to be the first of many it might be the last one it might not who knows if there are other ridiculous car related films that you'd like us to review get in touch and let us know um if you like oh there's another shit one need for speed oh my god that wasn't too bad oh no it was shit it was shit if you want us to cover need for speed let us know we'll happily do that as well we've got differing opinions on it because i didn't think it was too bad what where the guy looks for the window say look how she leans Mate, you need better suspension. Was it, why do you need someone on the top floor of a building to fucking see how the car's leaning? What? And the thing is, why the fuck do you need a guy in another car and a helicopter above you while you're whatever it is you're trying to do? I don't know, but I'm laughing because it's true. It's fucking ridiculous. Hollywood. Hollywood. Mate, look how she leads. Obviously, your springs are too, or your, your, your shocks are too soft. Yeah, but and the Mustang's got a big girder on the back anyway, so there's nothing you can do about that. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, it leans because it's basically just a fucking torsion bar. Yes, yeah, uh, leaf, leaf springs and a torsion bar. Yeah, it's not designed to go around the corner. That's why it's leaning. <laughs> so uh, yeah, clearly we've got more opinions on uh, dodgy Hollywood films that seem to represent the uh, the, the car world. <coughs> I can see myself venturing out into. In, into being a film critic yeah. maybe that's another thing we can add to our uh, add to our book yeah. but if you enjoyed today's episode if at any point we made you laugh at all please 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 or if uh, I put you to bed or if, if I put you to sleep and you're now awake go to uh, Apple Podcast if that's where you're listening give us a five star rating and give us a review you can say anything you like you can tell us which of the Fast and Furious films was your favourite or least favourite or which of Vin Diesel's two hit songs are your favourite <laughs> Um, if you are not listening on Apple Podcasts and listening on any other platform if there is an option to press the subscribe button make sure you do that if you haven't already and the best thing that you can do if you really want to support the show is to tell other people about it Um, they don't have to be petrol heads they don't have to like cars as long as they got ears capable of listening or maybe not you know that'll do as well as long as they've got a phone and they can press play we will take that or um, even if you want to take over the Instagram account for Mo because he's doing a pretty shit job of getting any new followers. That's true, actually. I was going to plug Instagram and our Facebook page, but we haven't posted a lot recently. As I said, life took over over the last few weeks. But um, no, we will try and get back on it. We will try and post some more stuff. When we do post, it's good. You've got to admit that our posts and sorry oh, posts yeah, and I'll, feeds I'll, I'll are, that, are, yeah. are good and they are entertaining. Sometimes you just got to wait a, f- wait a few weeks for it. But, yeah. you know... That's it. We're just building in. Uh, we're building in anticipation for you guys. So yes, you can find us on Instagram at Drivel Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Drivel. Um, like, share, rate, review. Tell people. Just support the show. You guys know how to do it. We tell you every week. Uh, please do. And, and to all those of you that do listen, thank you very much for listening. Absolutely, thank you. And with that, we will leave it there. Goodbye. Bye.